0: And welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Hearing Support Podcast. Today, we have another member of our team, the lovely Jen Logan, who is here to share her story uh, with iron deficiency, as you can see in the title of this episode. And she will be speaking about how she found out, uh, what it all means, how she's treating it. And hopefully, this can be helpful for a lot of healthcare workers Healthcare students out there who are feeling tired, you know, and have no idea what's going on with their bodies, and this will be a great uh, source of information for them. Obviously, not medical, but uh, from like a that it and when, Welcome, Jen. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. Um, first, I'll introduce myself. Um, my name is Jen Logan, and I am part of the caring support team. So within care and support, I'm the VP of product and research. Um, But today I thought, I know we've done lots of podcasts on care and support and so on and so forth. So I thought we would talk about iron deficiency, something that is now near and dear to my heart. Um, Looking kind of at the stats, I thought it'd be really important for healthcare workers. Um, I don't think it's any surprise that... Largely, our healthcare system is propped up by women, um, and iron deficiency uh, affects women disproportionately, um, so I think men, it's quite low, like if to have, if you're a man, I think it's 3% chance of being iron deficient, um, but for women, it's 9%. Um, to have low levels of ferritin and I will get into that what ferritin is and hemoglobin and stuff like that Um, but first at the top I will say I'm not a medical professional this is all self taught this podcast is for entertainment purposes only Um, so consult a medical professional to seek medical advice diagnosis or treatment so, uh, I just wanted to let everybody know not a healthcare professional. I rely on the professionals myself. Um, but hopefully, you get some useful information out of this. And if you do think you are iron deficient, then I would say talk to a medical expert, professional, doctor, nurse practitioner, um, and seek advice. So, without out of the way, uh,
0: let's get started. Um, So do you want to go maybe a little bit more in depth
1: about what you do here at Caring Support? Yeah, sure. So first, Caring Support, um, when you're looking at features and the product, um, when you're looking at our roadmap for Caring Support and where the product should be heading, um, this is where I come in. So it's really looking at our long-term, short-term, medium-term vision, product features, and then looking at client feedback as well or customer feedback or healthcare worker feedback, student feedback um, to keep advancing and improving our platform for our users.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love what you do. Um, You're also a project manager, right? And um, you, you always come up with great ideas,
1: so much experience. So it's very lovely to work with you. Yes, thank you very much, Uh, same with yourself. I know we see each other on a weekly basis in our marketing uh, meeting in the morning when we're thinking of new ideas to bring to you like this one. That is correct. Anyway, so tell us a bit about, well,
0: a lot about your journey with iron deficiency. How did you find out um, what symptoms did you initially have?
1: Yeah, so for me, symptoms were like i'll first say i didn't clue in right like i think i was iron deficient for a very very long time um Mm -hmm. but being a mom i have two kids um you're kind of told you're going to be really tired like it's the new normal it's really for me i took that to heart right like this is a new normal um sometimes you don't get enough sleep you know like you're eight hours of sleep um I eat well, do you know, like I do have a lot of meat in my diet, lots of leafy green vegetables, nuts, dried fruit, which are all really high in iron. Um, so I really didn't, I never put two and two together. Um, it wasn't until I had a specific test, a ferritin test. So there's two tests that you can take um, to to indicate if you have low levels of iron or iron deficient or an, anemic. Um, the first one i think the go-to one is uh looking at your hemoglobin levels in your blood and i think that's the most common one but you can also look at your ferritin stores um and for me it was that test that indicated that i was so my hemoglobin was quite low but still normal and that's Mm -hmm. you know in your blood your hemoglobin carries the oxygen or like the oxygen around your body and you need iron to make hemoglobin But for me, it was really the ferritin levels were extremely low. Um, So you can have low ferritin, but still kind of be okay. But mine was like very, very low. And so that's when my doctor who had uh, ordered that test for me and it came in and I was like, oh, and I was registered online with Dynacare. Um, So I could go in and look myself. I don't know, I'm a real nerd when it comes to that kind of stuff. And then I start Googling, I think, like we all do, to look at what is ferritin, what does it mean, um, mm-hmm. how low is it, um, and then after a conversation with my doctor, he's like, no, it, it's really low, we're going to have to put you on um, iron supplements uh, to, to to boost that. Uh, to answer your question, when it comes to, like, my symptoms, when I look back, it was just being really tired, um, and as i said i associated that with with like having kids two kids covid mm. um just doing a lot working full time working on a startup as well so you know you just think well that's life right i'm just going to be tired for a while um also concentration was a big one for me so mm. i was finding particularly during covid it got worse which was probably with levels of stress as well but sitting and concentrating at work was becoming really, really difficult. Even if I had sleep, even if like I had no distractions, it was and that I think was bothering me the most. Mm -hmm. And so you can have an association of symptoms, um, with iron deficient deficiency. That's more like mental health symptoms, which are, I'm not as well known. So there's a link between, um, like not being able to concentrate or uh, feeling anxious, um, those types of symptoms that are now being linked with iron deficiencies as well. And I found, for me anyways, that was the most concerning. And so when I started to do my own research and look into that, I started to make that connection. And fair enough when I went and like, started taking high-dose-like iron supplements, um, and then eventually, I have stomach issues, so iron is sometimes not stomach friendly. Um, I got an iron infusion. Um, so intravenous, they, you know, put iron into, um, and a couple of weeks after that, it was really like night and day for me. Like, like, I'll give you an example. My kids would want to go to the park and I would do it. You'd be like, yep, let's go. Cause that's what good moms do. But at the same time, um, there was like a lackluster about it. You're like, oh, I have to get off the couch. You know? I have to go outside. I'm going to take the dog with me. But now I, that gloss is back, You know, which is really nice. As well, I've been a runner my whole life. So um, I find part of my coping mechanism, if I do feel stressed or if I want to clear my head, would be to go for a run. And even that was becoming like really laborious to the point you're like, oh, I just don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. and So for me, being iron deficient wasn't quite anemic. Really impacted me, I think, in a lot of areas of my life. <laughs> and I just like, and I'm a real nerd too. Like I just didn't make the association, which is why I thought it'd be important to talk about it because I think women, when they have kids, when you're just going to be tired, you know, you'll get through it. But if there's an easy fix for nine percent of women in the population. it's worth getting checked out and it's worth getting the right test which is getting that uh, ferritin test done as well alongside looking at your hemoglobin um, which I think was missed Um, some of the other you did ask Laura about some of the other symptoms so I did do my homework so if it (laughs) looks like I'm reading I am (laughs) no problem Um, so Other symptoms, so as I said, tiredness, lack of energy, short of breath, noticeable heartbeats, so heart palpitations, pale skin, headaches. uh, You get ringing in your ear as well. Sometimes it can taste strange. Like, these are things I never experienced. It was more like the concentration and the tiredness. Uh, Feeling itchy, a sore tongue. I think this is when you're quite severely anemic, but hair loss, so if you're noticing more hair coming out uh pika you've ever heard of pika which is uh what you want to eat things that aren't food like uh mm, that concrete looks good or right. mm, feeling like dirt today if yeah. you start feeling like concrete really smells good all the time which i've kind of had you walking that really smells good <laughs> that's because you're missing like minerals in your body and like iron is one of those minerals um so that's called PICA, Um, finding it hard to swallow, painful open sores, ulcers. Um, And as I said, there are now being links between mental health, so hard to concentrate, mood swings, irritability. Um, Over time, it could add to anxiety and depression. And I, for me, I could certainly see, like, if you don't have enough energy to go running, and that's the way that you hold yourself together, that's your go-to. Mm-hmm. Right or, or you don't feel like you have enough energy to get off the couch and go for a walk, if that's your go-to or whatever it is, you can see that that can lead to depression or, le- or help lead to anxiety if you can no longer do the things or you don't want to do the things because you don't feel like you have the energy to do that. Um, so those are some of the symptoms of, of iron deficiency, whereas I think most people kind of just think tiredness and looking pale. Right. But there's so much more.
0: Um, we were talking about that urge to eat things that are not food. I was thinking that's your body's survival mood kicking in. You know, that's like a basic instinct telling you that you need mineral- minerals. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Basically, I got, my mom was low in. Trying, I can't remember what mineral it was, um, but she was craving parsley all the time. And their doctor's like, oh, I bet you're low in this mineral. I can't remember what it was, but you'd be in the grocery store, like, I just want to eat all that parsley. Oh my god.
0: Okay. But, yeah. Once you started treatment, um, how was that like? What kind of treatment did they recommend? You mentioned the the, IV part, but um, other than that, did you make any other lifestyle changes?
1: Yeah, like there's there's a lot. So I as my self-nerdom has been declared, I like go to town. I'm like, I'm going to research what the iron-rich food is. I'm going to research if there's anything that blocks iron absorption. Um, My doctor did set me up with a nutritionist as well. So we had a good conversation. Um, The first thing that the nurse practitioner offered was going on the pill. So I'm going to back it up just a bit. Um, Women are more like, so you know where I'm going with this. Women are more... Likely, like as I said, 9% of women have low ferritin levels, um, mm-hmm. indicating like iron deficiency. Um, this is mainly linked, so iron deficiency usually happens through blood loss, right? So you can fill your bucket up, but if there's holes in that bucket and it's draining, right, that it, you're slowly going to become iron deficient so one of the main things for women is like if you suffer from menorrhea which is like heavy periods which i do Mm -hmm. lucky um you can lose a lot of iron each month um two pregnancies so babies need iron you get twice the volume of blood when you're pregnant so you 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 need more iron for that um interestingly enough when you give birth um that extra blood that you lose through childbirth, right? Um, should help protect you against iron loss. But I did have two two c sections as well. So you lose twice the amount of blood through two c sections. Um, and over time, you're just not even if you're eating well, you can like and you're a health nut, you can be in the situation where you are not replenishing fast enough of what you are losing. And so for me, I just kind of thought, no, I'm really healthy, you know, I'm doing everything well. Um, but I was just not filling that bucket up fast enough. Um, and over time from having my two kids and having heavy periods and having two C-sections, like the writing was on the wall. It wasn't like a, like, you know, I didn't have to go far to put two and two together. I, I know how I got here. So then the doctor will recommend, or the in my case a nurse practitioner recommended um, going on the pill because it lessens your periods and um, helps with stemming the blood flow for many that might be a great option for me it wasn't i don't like the hormones and like how i feel on it yeah Um, so what else there's other drugs you can go on to shorten your periods but there's risk of blood clots which i wasn't like too keen about but it might be a great solution for some people um, so what I did was I took iron supplements. wasn't great for my stomach to do that continually. So I got an iron infusion, um, and now I take iron supplements like high dose um, when I am on my period. Okay. And research has showed if you take it every other night, like and double up, that it absorbs better and it's easier on your stomach. And so I usually do about three times of that, and I also have added. This might not be an option for most. I like liver. Um, right. But well, I know a lot of my husband just hates it. <laughs> He's like, put the windows on. And, um, the chicken. Um, no, uh, beef liver. But okay. um, chicken liver would probably work too. Um, but I'll eat that twice a week. And there's just a whole host of other minerals in there. Um, and you get like everything you need from that. So I think now that, I'm doing uh, topping it up during my period with um, with iron supplements and then also eating liver twice a week. It should be filling up that bucket more. but I will take like ferritin tests throughout the year, maybe every three months, just to make sure that, yes, I am on the right path and what I'm doing is working. Um, oh, I was gonna mention something else oh yes and other things that so the non-absorbing right so what i didn't know or failed to know is that there are two things that can block absorption of Mm -hmm. um of iron into your body one of them is uh dairy right and so i i have limited how much dairy i would have or eating dairy when i'm having something that's high in iron Right. So if there is a, a Philly cheese steak going, and I wanted the iron from, from that. I might just take the cheese off. And the onions on the Philly cheese steak would be great because vitamin C helps you absorb iron. Yeah. Um, so also, I limited the amount of coffee I would have. Um, so, cream and coffee is kind of like a double whammy. And the polyphenols in coffee, teas, green teas also. Help block or don't let you absorb the iron um, that that you want. So for me, it's really about looking at your food, looking at what nutrients you're getting from your food, and doing the right timing for that. So I just think like like if you're somebody who survives on coffee because you're really tired, and you have two creams, and you're you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because like some people's go-to is cream coffee. And both those things can like combined, can like stop you absorbing what you need. Um, So that for me was a big piece of the puzzle as well, is just being smart about what I'm eating, when I'm eating it. I didn't want to give up coffee (laughs) or like green tea and stuff like that. Um, So I kind of have that in the morning. And if I was taking an iron supplement um, during my period, I would make sure that, Like, the timing's right for that. There's no, like, polyphenols or no um, late-night cheese eating, (laughs) I guess.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um, How have you been feeling after weeks of changing, um, making so many changes
1: and introducing the supplements? Have you noticed? Oh, changes. Yeah, big time. Like, like I said, it was it's the gloss. It's the gloss that came back for me. Like I no kids, we're going for a walk. And just realizing that, like, actually, although some people might be tired because their kids keep them up and kids are tiring, but I think I had like an like an extra weight and that's just been lifted. Um, so it's like the gloss comes back to your life. And I was always quite a high energy person anyways and I felt like that was just kind of taken away from me slowly like I think that the danger here is that it's not like all of a sudden you're iron deficient and one day you wake up and go something's wrong right it's slowly emptying so yeah you don't notice it and mm then you have kids and you're like well this is just it (laughs) like this is what kids do um so for me I think that was it's just like the glosses come back, and I can concentrate at work, um, which was a big. That was really stressing me out, right? And so, like, I would just spend a lot more time trying to do the things that I would need to do, and pull my attention back to it. Um, so that that one was big, and it for me it did alleviate that. Um, I will say, like during that, like there were other things, like you know, we had COVID, full blown COVID going on. Not that COVID is mm-hmm. left, but Um, I had my kids being homeschooled when my husband and I both worked remotely Um, and all the what should we do next kind of decisions to make. So there were added stresses in my life. But um, when you start taking the supplements and when I got my iron infusion, you could see that kind of veil coming down. And then you're like, oh, I got it. I know what it is now. That's fantastic. I'm so I'm so glad
0: that that happened a lot of people see this and think oh maybe i need iron um so one last uh, thing what is it that you want people to know out there um people that may not like going to doctors much people that probably say oh i eat well i'm good
1: huh.
0: <laughs> do you have anything to say
1: well i would i would just say that like if you are feeling tired if you have some things that you, you think you know what I have a heavy period and um do you know like it's it's just worth getting checked do you know like there is unfortunately you are looking at your blood so there is a needle involved so that might be a barrier to some people wanting to get checked but it is definitely worth it um and i would say that getting both tests are really important because if my doctor and I think why I went under the radar for so long is I know when I lived in England for 10 years and I have my kids over there and so they do check your blood I think they were only looking for hemoglobin and they weren't looking for ferritin so for some reason my hemoglobin still stays within low normal ranges Mm -hmm. it's been recommended for years but I think I've been iron deficient for years um but my doctor here in Canada recommended getting a ferritin test. So he didn't like, that's just something that he does um, for I think all women that's under his practice, which I really appreciated because if that had not happened, I'd still be in the same position thinking this is just my lot in life. Um, And as I said, I wanted to talk about this today because our healthcare system is propped up the majority by women, women who are probably overworked, um, mm-hmm. gone through a pandemic. Um, and if nine percent of those women were suffering the way I was suffering, and they could fix that by um taking iron supplements, um, adjusting what they eat or when they eat it, um, getting an iron transfusion, whatever they need, and they got uh and I guess they and they feel better um I think it's a worthwhile thing to look into so I just thought I would spread the word that get a ferritin test along with your hemoglobin and see where you lie and if you need more iron it is definitely worth it
0: well thank you so much I think that um all of us have learned a little bit more today about minerals and and deficiencies and how they can affect you and i thank you for sharing your story you know it's a personal but also very helpful um and i i really for that and i hope to have you back on the podcast hopefully to talk about what your company as well because i know excellent. that you have interesting things to share in that regard excellent well thank you laura it has been a pleasure well thank you and i'll see you in the next time excellent. Bye.